For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means, on infiltration instead of invasion, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. There is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. All right, welcome to episode 69. 69, dude, the Abuse Hour. It is I, your host, Coffee Long, coming to you unsupervised, unmedicated, and an unchecked threat to society. So I wasn't really planning on making, uh, on doing an episode today, but something came up and I kind of got short-fused tasked with the gig, so I'm going to go to the airport, surprise, surprise. And uh, I thought I would take my opportunity to record a little something. So yeah, I know it's quick, but I, you know, there was some stuff going on that I thought it would be useful to chime in on and a few things that had come up in the chat that uh, that I wanted to hit on straight away so today I was, I was, I was just gonna talk through some a couple odds and ends but then um, I want to talk a little bit about this well what somebody had brought up in the in the chat about there was a question about self-defense issues and um, then I wanted to talk a little bit as well on this uh, this what is this Aaron Bushnell guy that lit himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy but first, uh, something, something, I don't know what's the word, something not as, not as drop-dead serious. First, dude, I had seen on Telegram and I was looking at a channel called Blofeld's Undersea Lair. And this dude, like, Spectre posts a, like, reposts a lot of stuff he's got there. He's an guy kind of a thing. But uh, he's also got, like, a lot of just wacky stuff. And I had been thumbing through there and he had a, uh, had a screenshot of a playlist that's on Spotify called, like, ATF raid playlist or ATF no knock playlist or something like that and it's got like the picture of the guy in the little ATF hat and uh, I was like oh, that looks interesting I'll look at that I went over to Spotify and dude if you go to Spotify and you just type in ATF there's like a gaggle of these playlists and it's like a lot of it's pretty hilarious and there is some uh, there's a lot of good flavor in a lot of that stuff man it was it was pretty cool I listened to a few of them yesterday and um, what I noticed was like I know, I mean, I, I've noticed it like within, within our thing and I don't know, maybe it's just Americans in general, we do have kind of a flavor for that, um, we do have kind of a, an attraction to that, that fuck you, I won't do what you tell me kind of a vibe and, uh, there's like on these playlists, there's a lot of stuff like there's some IRA music. I know we all have like a feel for the, for the German kind of a thing, but looking at this stuff, man, like you kind of notice that there's. You know, especially looking through all the different playlists where they've got like some gospel flavor with like keep your rifle by your side and like this kind of very folksy, you know, like you're on a you're on a prairie somewhere and a group of people walking out of church are singing these these good uh I don't know, these feel good songs kind of a thing. But um what I notice is like the American flavor, like the like the Irish flavor is like especially like this IRA kind of thing. It's like the either this very jolly like, hey, we're all off to you know, whatever, die for the motherland or whatever, whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, or it's like these very, very sad, like very heavy. And then that's like the same thing with like the Russian flavor. Very sad, like very, wow, sure does suck. I love how much this sucks. Uh, you know, and then the German thing that's like so many of those, um, so many of those songs are like, what a great time it is. Like the, the real Reich is the friends we made along the way type thing. Like it's all my friends. It's all this good stuff. But the American stuff, it's like got this, it's got like it's very much its own flavor. 
And uh, one of the songs I heard was this deal, um, Dead Man's Gun, and it's it's off. Of, I guess it's off of a video game. It's off of like Red Dead Redemption or some kind of a thing. But it's it's fucking cool, man. I was like, God damn, dude! Like this is some it's some heavy shit. It's like kind of some sad sack shit, but it's fucking cool, man. And then they had like a lot of the other, the old timey stuff, like some good Confederate stuff, which again, like I didn't appreciate until I lived in that part of the world and had a better understanding of, you know, of our thing and the way things actually played out. And, and damn, man, it's, it's a real motherfucker how often the good guys don't win, you know? But yeah, I listened to a lot of that stuff uh, the last couple of days and it's like, it's, it's a good listen, man. It's like, it, they'll, some of the songs will pop up every once in a while and you're like, ah, that's pretty great. Some of it's shitty, you know, some of it's fucking weak. Uh, one of the playlists, some guy had that White Stripes song, and I, uh, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. It's all like Icky Thump or some shit. And you know, Jack White is a fucking, you know, I'd say lefty, but just kind of a, he's not the fucking sharpest knife in the drawer. But it's, it's that fucking song with like, you Americans got nothing better to do. Why don't you kick yourself out? You're an immigrant too. Like, fuck off, dumb fuck, you know? Because. And I mean, you know, for your own future reference, you know, if this comes up, that you can feel free to remind a motherfucker that no, dude, an immigrant is somebody that moves to an already established society. Like, oh, there's, you know, little Switzerland and they're doing their thing and eating chocolate and making clocks and like, oh, I'm going to try to get in on that. I'm going to go immigrate to Switzerland. Oh, here's Peru and they're blowing on pipes and whatever, holding birds by the beak or whatever the fuck they do in, in you know, Peru or whatever. Uh, I'm going to go show up in that society and live there. But the idea is that, like, yeah, they're already set, somebody's already set up shop. They're already handling their business, and now you show up and you're like, "Hey, I want to live here too." You're an immigrant, all right. But our situation, and I think for most of the people, you know, in our thing, a lot of us were part of uh, not us personally, but the people from which we descend are descended from the people who said, "Hey, I'll build something out of nothing," and. It, if they weren't there in those early early stages then you're part of something that's like you showed up and you really put your back into it and you made this country a little bit better and then a little bit better and then a little bit better it's where it's got to the point where people show up now and the difference is that they don't want to show up and like hey man what can i bring to the table hey what can i do how can i help make this a little bit better no they're not doing that they're showing up going hey what can i get and i'll stay as long as i can and take as much as i can hold and then i'll fuck off back to wherever i'm from or if they're going to stay they're going to try to make this place as much like the place that they left as possible so it feels like they never left home all right and i mean you see that every fucking where like little cuba little whatever the fuck all right like well i'm american no fuck stick you're not you're whatever you are. You're fucking Cuban. You're fucking Panamanian. You're fucking Nigerian. All right? And you can see that because they come here and they bring that culture and they embrace that culture. And I'll tell you something. Just like our Uncle Uncle A, I encourage them to embrace their own culture. I encourage them. Like, value yourself. Go and take that and run with it and be that. But be it over there. Be it over there where it doesn't fuck up what we have going. All right? Just like I wouldn't show up to your place and be like, you know, it's cool here. I'm glad I could move to Nigeria. But over here, I'm going to set up like little America and we're gonna have shops and sidewalks and everything and like why are you doing that in my country we don't do that here like yeah no no where we keep the noise down after 10 here you know like I'm gonna move to Mexico and set up like you know little US like US junior and people are gonna keep the noise down after 10 and they're out there didn't 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 I'm like oh hey could you please we you know we're American so we're, we're American Mexican you know so we don't really go with that so if you guys could just sort of respect our culture and be the fuck quiet okay could you do that no you, you look like a real asshole you know, on the same uh, same side, though, they come here and they'll do that shit, but you get the idea.
so yeah though i was uh, i was digging these playlists and i thought that was pretty cool and it was just something that i considered that like the idea of america of american of quintessentially american in a traditional sense like it's very much something that's out there and it's not i dude i think it's not as esoteric as motherfuckers would have you believe like you know it when you see it just like jewish indecency in modern art right i can't tell you exactly what all it entails but when i see it i know it right it's grotesque it's gratuitous it's unsavory it's pornographic it's something that makes you feel like you need a shower all right so you see it and you know and it's the same thing like with what we have going like you see something that's quintessentially american you're like oh yeah that that it's the song of my people dude so i thought that was kind of cool um so moving along then the other thing i wanted to uh touch on before i get to some of the the things i really wanted to hit on was i saw i saw a quick video from uh Thomas Sewell, the, the uh, nationalist dude, our guy down in Australia, Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. And he was talking about the idea of, hey, man, don't, you know, not wallowing. How can you say, like, the importance of not wallowing in a lot of the negativity, the negative shit that you see. So, like, the, just, the, you know, the kind of the circle jerking that you see in a lot of outlets of, of our flavor, you know, that's like, oh, look at this horrible thing. Or, like, here's, you know, somebody that got beat up by a gang of hood rats or here's you know this thing it's all this bad shit and he's saying man don't just wallow in this get out there and do something positive look for the positive don't just embrace the negative um i'm gonna i'm gonna not so much push back but i do want to kind of caveat in so far that you know at the end of the day what is this about it's about 14 words man and that's why we're here not for any subtle nuance not for any kind of weirdness not for any kind of let's dissect and let's get in the fucking weeds if what you're doing and the attitude you're taking serves those 14 words, then you are good to go. Now me, I mean, if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I run very negative. I'm like fueled by disgruntlement. And you know, I try, man, I try to find the things that are good. I try to find the things that are like, yes, this right here, this is what we want. This is what we're trying to accomplish. And that's well and good, man. But when I look at, uh, at so much stuff, the stuff that pisses me off, like it gets me really motivated. Like, dude, something has to be done. Words have to be said actions have to be taken you know people need to be set straight and kind of an example of what I mean is I saw this this whole other video and I can't remember I have no idea where I saw it now but it was uh, it was an interview with these Hebrews some of these Hebrews and uh, it's these old bastards and these were people that were like uh, the, the, the interviews I think were probably in the I, I want to say 90s but these were still they were still old and um, these people were talking about how they were part of a group called the Avengers and they were interviewing these idiots one at a time and the idea with these clowns was that they had all gotten together and they wanted to try to exact some measure of revenge on the German people like the, the, the German populace not even, you know, like, let's play hypothetical and say that, like, no, it was the German government, the German military that did you people wrong. You know, even insofar as you could make that argument, separate fish for a separate frying pan. But that we want to exact revenge on the German populace, like the regular people walking down the street. And they're interviewing this tiny hat. And this guy is talking about, you know, after the war I saw, and it's all in whatever they speak. Uh, I want to say Hebrew. I don't know if he's speaking Yiddish or Hebrew or speaking coin clipper, whatever it is. So this guy's talking, he's talking about, you know, right after the war, I saw, you know, the, the German kids in the streets and they were starving. And I, you know, sometimes I felt sad, but then, you know, I see how, 
I see the German women, they have to sell their bodies and so many uh, German men are dead so they have no one to take care of them and that's why the children are starving and you know, it makes me happy. That makes me happy. Dude, I can't think of anything more fucked up than that. Now look, man, like, uh, and even insofar as like going to places, you know, third world places and you look around like, yeah, we could say it and everybody could say because every place I've been, people don't look at people outside their race is the same as themselves it's that's actually completely normal and I've I've seen that and I've heard people talk about it around the world so it's nothing you know oddball for me to say yeah you know like when I go to like in Afghanistan or in Iraq and you see some kid that's on hard times that you don't think like wow I got to do something immediately but you do think man that's pretty fucked up that sucks ass dude to see like some kid there's like some somebody there that doesn't know what's going on they don't know why it's happening they don't understand they didn't have any fucking hand in it they're just fucking suffering and that kind of fucking sucks dude it sucks to see that so you know but at the same time it's like i ain't saying like i'm gonna quit my job and join a fucking peace corps or some kind of shit right no i mean it is what it is i didn't make it be this way but it still sucks to fucking see it, right? But that's completely different, what you see with these tiny hats, man. These motherfuckers actually revel. They revel in seeing a white person suffer, whether it's a woman, whether it's a child, whether it's somebody who had ever done anything anything wrong to anybody. It might have been some kind of sympathizer that would have helped them out or, you know, helped, uh, I don't know, smuggle them matzo balls on their special occasions or some kind of thing. But these people will look and see you suffering and they will revel in it. And if you have any doubt as to the continuity of this attitude, like it's part of their DNA, look at the way they're doing these Palestinians. Now, I hear people talk about, you know, oh, bro, they're, they're brown people from everywhere. What do you give a shit about them? It is not about them. It is about these Hebrews who are a pain in the ass of everyone they encounter. And I mean, you know, for Christian bros, you know, and anybody who's a church-going sort, not to knock your Bible and so on, but... If the Bible is nothing else, is it not a string of people who cease to exist after they encountered these Hebrews? Everything you read, they went here and they erased these people. They went here and they conquered these people. They went here and they wiped these people out. This city used to be here, but then the children of Israel showed up and that place no longer exists. It's one place after another, after another, after another. All right, and now you see it again, man, and the fucking ferocity of these people. I mean, these are some vicious fucking people. Like, how the fuck? Can you look at, honestly, and I mean, dude, I'm your fucking life is cheap guy, all right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I did a kind of a job for a very long time, and I was very comfortable with it. And it's not like to suck my own dick or something. There's a lot of jobs I could never manage doing, uh, but that was a job I was fine with. You know, people get smoked. It's part of this job. Yeah, man, that's just part of life. It's the way things work all around the globe for as long as there's been life forms on it, man sometimes somebody gets unlucky and they go away sometimes that somebody is like an ostrich or a lion or a gazelle sometimes that somebody is that guy over there that tried the wrong person and got done up that is a concept i've become comfortable with but the degree to which these people revel in it they revel in it and it's it's a kind of sickening disgust man that like how the fuck can you look at somebody fucking starving and not to just say, see that, you should have not, you should have spoke out and tried to be on my side. Or like, you know, I'm sorry it has to be this way, but you have to starve to death. It's, it's not even that. It's like fucking, no, no, somebody's going to bring them food. Fuck that. Block the trucks. Let's have a fucking party. And getting out there and dancing and shaking their ass and just all manner of fucked up shit. Like, what is wrong with you motherfuckers, dude? So when I see this kind of thing, man, it, um, it quickens my resolve. Yeah? 
It puts more pep in my step. It focuses my efforts to say that, like, yeah, man, there's a lot of other shit going on, but this is something because what do you imagine? What do you imagine they would do to you? Do you not remember what they were talking about when it was like, oh, you don't want to get the COVID shot? Well, hey, man, I think you're the kind of person that we should take your kids away and throw you in a, in a prison camp and give your kids to, like, well, what did that one broad say? Something like homosexuals or pedophiles or, I mean, I don't know what. Is there even a difference? But you get the idea that, like, when they have the upper hand, that these people will do you as dirty as possible and not even in a, like, we just have to establish a pecking order or like I can't take the chance of you coming back but like I am enjoying watching you suffer like it's just the most fucked up thing I can imagine so in that sense I would say like man you gotta you gotta find your own thing you gotta find what keeps you sharp what keeps you focused I mean a lot of you know while I still had Instagram there was a lot of um well I can't say a lot but there were a few of these like nice girl accounts they would post nice things and like wholesome content and like yeah that's nice dude and like just pictures of their kids playing or like hey here's a pie i baked and that's that's nice too um but if that's what keeps you going man and if that's your piece of the puzzle that you bring to this 14 words effort then cool man do that i'm into it so moving on then man i wanted to really one of the two main things that i wanted to hit on um why i wanted to put something out today was this uh, this Aaron Bushnell thing, this Air Force kid that went and set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy. And I've heard a variety, a wide, wide variety of takes on this. I have heard everything from, uh, like somebody went down the rabbit hole, found a lot of, uh, I don't know, content that this guy had put out. Oh, sorry. And I guess this guy was very much like, you're a communist sort of guy whatever the fuck that means and I, I dude honestly I can't for the life of me understand how somebody gets into that shit and like what part of this works dude like what part of this makes any fucking sense I don't have any idea I mean maybe I don't know in the sense that like hey you're a fellow man try to help out like okay help out dude but why do you have to make it weird so I've heard everything from like yeah this guy was a commie so fuck this guy I have heard like, uh, yeah, but no, he's opposing Israel, so you need to support him. I've heard everything from he's a white man who's willing to sacrifice himself uh, in opposition to these tiny hats or in opposition to genocide, so you need to speak of him as a hero. I've heard all of these takes. Um, what I've heard mostly, man, this morning I had listened to some TRS, was it this morning? Maybe it was yesterday, I don't know. Anyway, I listened to some TRS content on this, and these guys were talking about some of the takes that they had seen and one of the things these guys were coming down really hard on was the idea that people were joking about this like a lot there's i mean there's a lot of memes there's memes about every fucking thing right but they were coming down on uh guys who were making memes about this it's like fucking weak sauce and um you know you're a fucking twat you don't understand and then mike came with the idea that like well you know if you if you really want to you know, if you really want to get at the, the tiny hats there, you know, what you do is you, you praise him, you know, you hail him as a hero and say that we need more of him. And you see, that'll really spin them up and, you know, not to just like outrightly say, nah, man, you don't know what you're talking about, but you know what, nah, man, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, here's, and here's why I say that, dude, it was kind of like I had mentioned straight away, what are we fucking here for? 14 fucking words. I'm not here to oppose tiny hats. I'm not here to oppose Israel. If those people were actually, for some bizarre world, out of the fucking blue reason, suddenly started just minding their own fucking business, I'd be like, all right, well, everything up till now, don't let it fucking happen again. You watch your steps. Stay the fuck over there. All right? 
but I don't define myself by the things I oppose. Right? I define myself by the things I do, by the things I'm about, by the things I care about. Where there's things that try to destroy that, well, then that's where you know a lot of the attitude that I go around with comes in. And in a lot of ways, I think a lot of us, like especially this movement, we're almost like we're like the white blood cells of society. We're like the white blood cells of a white society. You know, so bad shit comes up. Like something's gonna have to deal with this. And there's you know there's people or elements that are like I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know. This is I find this distasteful or I find this difficult to talk about. I think, like, for me and for a lot of guys in, in our thing, like, we are the guys that are, like, just leave it alone. I will fucking handle this, all right? We have no problem, like, wading in and, like, let's get to the bottom of this. We're going to figure out what the fuck is going on and we'll deal as needed. But this thing, though, this um, this Aaron Bushnell situation, the idea that uh, that people are laughing, I think, uh, I think that needs to be, I don't know, how can you say, considered a little bit because... I'll tell you this, man. I uh, a long, long, long time ago, I had a chance to talk to some stand-up comic guy, and I was pretty young, and I can't even remember the guy's name. But I was, I was standing there bullshitting with the guy, and he's actually talking to somebody else, and he's talking to this person about what makes for a joke, like what is a joke? Because the guy, I think the guy was asking him something like, "Do you write your own jokes? How do you come up with jokes? How do you know if a joke is a good joke or a bad joke, whatever?" So the guy's talking about like what makes for a good joke, you know, and he. Goes, you know, the idea of laughter. This is the way that we deal with a situation or respond to a situation where you have a kind of a picture crafted. There's like kind of a a setting, like an environment, like a scene, like a series of events that gets put in place that you kind of have in your mind. And then there's some other element that comes along and like clang, like just changes the entire thing because it doesn't fit. But it somehow like makes an all new picture. But it just it, it doesn't fit. Like it changes the whole picture. So the way that you respond to that is by laughing. And the, and I still remember the way that this guy explained it. He says, uh, he says, my grandfather, God bless him, he died peacefully in his sleep. Unfortunately, everybody else in the car was awake. And like yeah, you kind of go, oh, I can't see. But the idea is that you have this picture of this old man resting peacefully in his bed and you know surrounded by his loved ones or whatever, and they just oh, and he you know he shuffles off. But then you have this other element that gets thrown in of everybody else in the car was awake, and now it's like, here's Grandpa asleep at the wheel. It's like it's Joe Biden, you know, driving your family to wherever. And I, I see, I know, I know what's going, I know what's going on. What's going on? And you know, he falls asleep and everybody fucking dies. So you get the idea. But how it kind of compares to this thing, man? And this was something that we saw a lot. We saw a lot overseas. I mean. I mean, uh, dude, I was on a bunch of things where we would find, like, beheading videos. You'd find places where this kind of shit went down, like, torture scenes and shit went down. Um, fuck, dude. You'd Like, people in all fucking states have fucked up, dude. And what, I don't know how to say, like, you look at this shit sometimes and it's like it kind of blue screen of deaths in your head, like, buffering. Like, this shit isn't supposed to be like this. Like, how the fuck do people do this kind of shit to each other? But it's like it doesn't quite fit. It's not quite right. Things aren't supposed to be like this. And what you see a lot is like people will laugh, dude. People will make jokes. A lot of dudes do this very normal thing, man. They call it gallows humor or whatever, but it, it just is what it is, man. Things that get so fucked up. And you would see this with a lot of stuff. Like when you haven't fucking slept for three days and, you know, it's it's raining sideways outside and you got to go to work anyway and some dude will be like, hey, you could be on fire. And you're like, yeah, everybody laughs. But this is just a normal thing, honestly, for how people deal with things that are really fucked up. It is normal for people to like make a fucking joke, like lighten the situation. How that, uh, how that 
set yourself on fire video kind of measures up, man. Like that, I've seen some fucked up videos, dude. I mean, I found some fucked up shit. I mean, dude, like fucking stacks of this shit. And um, that, I mean, that set yourself on fire thing, like the actual, how do you say, like the actual physics of it, you know, a guy on fire, that's pretty fucked up. That sucks. But that's not, to me, that's not the super, super fucked up part. To me, the really fucking wacky part was the guy doing it to himself. That's the part that, like, to me, like, blue screen of death like no like, like that's not fucking right like this this doesn't make any fucking sense at all you know so um when people are you know laughing about that thing i'm not gonna be like oh you fucking sick sons of bitches like it's just kind of honestly it just sort of is what it is dude uh, I'm not going to take away somebody's, you know, especially like in a situation that's like so fucked up. I'm not going to be somebody to like try to come by and tell somebody how they ought to react to something that's that fucked up. I mean, how you react to that is, is your fucking business, quite honestly. And for people that, that can't figure a way to make anything more out of it, I think that's honestly, that's about as good as you're going to get, dude. It's like laugh, make a meme, man. It's one of those deals where like, if you don't laugh, you're going to fucking cry. I mean, how fucked up is this, right? But looking at uh, looking at the situation as it is, though, like this guy setting himself on fire. Just the idea of, uh, you know, what, what is it here, man? That this guy sees that there's genocide going on. And, dude, by every fucking metric, this is exactly fucking genocide. This thing I just saw today, they're calling the Flower Massacre, where a bunch of these Palestinians show up to get aid, and these Israelis just open up and just start fucking smoking people. And they killed, like, I saw between 100 and 150 was the reports I heard. That's killed. That's not injured or whatever. That's fucking showed up because they're fucking starving and just like whap, 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 whap. Like, don't fucking try to tell me that you ever thought for any period of time that, like, oh, I thought they were all Hamas. I mean, you know, I hate to be the guy that's like, imagine if the shoe was on the other foot or whatever the fuck, but... I mean, imagine if, if like, we had ever done something like that in Iraq. Like, if there's just some people cruising around, like, just walking around, and you're like, that guy looks kind of suspicious. Zap! And, like, just fucking burn some guy down. You would fucking, you would go to prison. Garen goddamn teed. But these cats, they just fucking have at it, man. And I guess the count now is, like, 30,000, like, 30,000 dead Palestinians. That's pretty fucked up, dude. I guess um, the count I saw on the Ukraine thing was they've got 10,000. Oh, real nice guy. So Ukraine, they've, uh, Ukraine has had 10,000 soldiers killed. And in comparison, I guess it's like a sixth of the time was the, the measurement I saw. So long and short, Israel has killed three times as many in one sixth of the time. And you see how fucking bonkers our government is going over the Ukraine situation. I mean, granted, they don't look at it the same way as like, oh, these, uh, you know, plucky upstart rebel... Palestinians, we got to do something to wade in there and help out against this superpower because, you know, long and short, our government is fucking puppet vassal state. But it does kind of draw a pretty fucked up comparison. So, yeah, so this guy goes out there and he sets himself on fire. And I guess, like, I look at what the fuck are you doing? Go. I look at this situation and I have to think. I mean, I have to, I don't have to think anything, man. I mean, it's extremely difficult to get my head around. Like, what exactly were you trying to do there, man? And I don't mean that as like to, to say it fucking weird. I mean, like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, if your deal was like, I want to draw attention to this thing. Well, dude, attention is already drawn. 
you can draw even more attention if you were like talking it up, spreading the word, because your name will be, you know, in the fucking wastebasket, you know, day after tomorrow. Nobody's going to remember. Who's that one fucking guy? Was he like in the army or fucking, I can't remember. People will fucking forget. All right. So, but if you were still at it, you know, a year from now, you know, whatever, you know, join our thing, dude, you'll be at it for the next five years. But uh, if you were still at it a long time from now, you'd still be raising awareness, dude. But you smoke yourself. Yeah. You got awareness for like one day. So what now? All right, well, I wanted to show that I was serious. I wanted to give my life for fucking Palestine. Is there no other way that you could do this fucking thing? You could, I mean, I imagine there's some way you could make your way over there. I, I don't know, you know, I mean, I feel like there's a thousand and one fucking things that a guy can do before he just decides to fucking punch his own ticket to, to what, you know, prove a point. It's just extremely strange to me is all. But as for like, how should we see this thing? How should we see this? I don't know what to make of that, man. I do not really know what to tell you. I will tell you that I think that uh, allowing Israel to do as it pleases is no good. I will tell you that um, funding these idiots is no good. I will tell you that if there was a way to sign up, you know, to like, how can I fucking oppose this, you know, in a more effective fashion? If I knew what that some way was, I would probably see what I could do to be part of it. But what I wouldn't do is just fucking smoke myself. So I feel like, uh, I don't know what to make of it. Maybe it's that like this guy had no more fucking tools in the bag. Like this was the only fucking tool this guy had in the bag. Maybe he felt like he didn't have a voice that maybe somebody had tuned him up because I could very much see, you know, as an active duty guy that you go around saying like, Hey, these Israelis, I don't know if this is okay. I mean, they might have just, you know, and maybe there are, maybe there are components of this that we're unaware of still too. You know, I don't know how this guy was getting treated at work. I just thought of this, that maybe this guy at work, because I mean, I know how it was when I was in. If you speak out against Israel, somebody's going to have words with you. They're like, hey man, we don't, we don't talk like that, dude. These are, these are our allies, our greatest ally, bro. Most moral army in the world, bro. Right? That's the shit that you'll hear about. So I don't know if this guy, maybe this guy had said something and somebody was like, hey, shut the fuck up. You know, and then became like, hey, shut the fuck up or you'll stand in front of the man. That's, that's a very, very real possibility. So I don't know if that happened or not. It, maybe it did. And so maybe there's a component of that too. Like, I'll draw attention to that and this. You know, I don't know. As for the guy's political beliefs, I mean, that ain't my fish to fry, dude. And, and quite honestly, I guess my thing in all of this is that you don't really have to fucking... You're, you're not obligated to anything, man. I'm not obligated to say I support or oppose or denounce or any of that shit anything this guy did or believed or any of that shit. So I think there's this thing where, you know, we've gotten more to this fucking deal where like, oh, you support this? Well, that means you also support this and this and this. And like, so now this is you. This is your uh, political t-shirt. This is your identity. I've, I've got it all drawn up for you. Like, no. Okay, well, you, you oppose this? Okay, well, then that also means that you support this, but you oppose that and that and you support this over here. So that's your identity. I'll tell you what you believe. And like, no, motherfucker, I, I'm about this. I support that. I don't support that over there. I support this sometimes in some cases and not other cases. And the thing is, I think that, um, I don't think that we need to spend so much time trying to figure out what, uh, what the sidelock club is trying to get you to believe. Because I think that when you spend time, you know, flat footed trying to figure out like, well, they're saying this cause they want me to think that. But what I really think is this over here, my take on this is that, man, I don't give a shit what they want or what they say. I will look at a situation and try to figure out what I myself think of it. All right. And the, tr the Trump thing is, I think, the perfect example, because when that guy just came out, 
my take on that guy was like, I hear the things he's saying, I support the things that he claims to support. If the guy turns out to be full of shit, then I'll say, all right, well, fuck you. I don't support you no more. I don't have any interest in this. This is not my fucking guy. If the guy gets in and does what he says he'll do, then cool. I'll keep saying that, yeah, I like what this guy's doing. But that's up to me. I can make these fucking decisions. And as we saw, like, we memed the guy into office because he said all the things that we wanted to hear, and then he promptly stepped on his dick. So with regards to this guy, you know, setting himself on fire, I mean, I think we can say that, like... Well, no, I don't ever support just setting yourself on fire. Do I support or agree with his, his uh, I don't know, how can you say, kind of pro-communist vibe? No. Do I agree with, uh, I don't know, some of, his, some of his other sentiments, some of his pro-gay sentiments or whatever that he was floating? No, I don't support that either. Uh, well, okay, well then, so you must do to All I'm saying is, like, this guy says, I don't like what Israel's doing. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't like what Israel's doing either. I don't have to like the way that he went about bringing attention to it. I don't have to fucking like anything. All right. I can look at this whole thing and be like, you know, I agree with this one component of what this guy is talking about. Everything else I could say like, no, I definitely don't support setting yourself on fucking fire. And uh, I definitely don't support being a communist. So other than that, dude, I think it's high time that, uh, you know, instead of allowing us to be told like, oh, well, so you think this, so that means you support da -da 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 -da. No, dude. I can decide whatever the fuck I want, man. I can support what I fucking want. I can think what I want about whatever the fuck I want. So really kind of what it comes down to, I think, is like so really just some self-respect. Like have some self-respect. Respect yourself enough to say that like I will make my own fucking decisions. I will decide on my own what I believe, what I don't believe based on the information I have or based on what I hear from people I trust. And if I hear something or I see something later that, that shows me that like, oh yeah, see, I was misled or I misunderstood, whatever, I'm fine with that. I'll just be like, yeah, okay, I had the wrong idea about that. So whatever I was saying before, yeah, forget I said that. Easy, right? But this business of like, oh no, you're not an expert, bro. Fuck you. You don't know shit. No, no. It's your fucking life. It's your fucking decision. You can make your own fucking decision. So with that, I would, I would strongly encourage you to start leaning more on yourself. Trust yourself a little more. And some of this kind of bullshit can fall by the wayside. All right, so lastly, man, lastly, lastly, I want to hit on this um, this thing that came up in the chat with a young lady, who I will presume is a young lady, you know, I don't know, Officer John Smith of the uh, Kansas City office that's, I'm just a lowly female, can somebody help me out? I don't, yeah, whatever, I don't fucking know anything about that. But... Um, so somebody, somebody claiming to be a young lady, posted in the uh, chat asking about some self-defense questions. So before I get into that, I want to preface this, man. Like last time, last episode, we talked about the idea of like this Navalny character, right? This uh, whatever is not Navalny. And the idea that you can't go around and say like, oh, I'm a dissident, I'm a dissident. And then you get your dick smacked. And now you suddenly try to switch hats and like, oh, no, what? I'm just a regular person. I'm just sort of a political figure. I'm whatever the fuck. And then try to just waltz down the street like everything is everything. All right. You can't switch hats like that. All right. So just like I would say that to him, I have to say that to us. All right. And, and but when I say us, I mean, especially you cats in the chat. And what I mean by that is like, if you look around, like you look around fucking YouTube, you look around fucking Spotify, you look around uh, Telegram. There's tons of places of like, hey man, check out this gun. Hey man, check out this shooting technique. Hey, check out this drill, all this kind of shit. All right. There's, they post this shit on like libertarian channels. They post it on, uh, just, you know, strictly shooting channels. They post it on hunting channels, all this kind of shit, gear fag channels, whatever. All right. So we could say like, yeah, they do all that shit there. So we should never have to worry about that, but we ain't any of those things. 
All right. We ain't a libertarian scene. All right. This is not a fucking hunting chat. All right. It's not a fucking libertarian chat. It's not a gear fag chat. It's not any of that stuff. All right. It's a pro white chat. So with that in mind, I have to ask you characters, like if you want to, you want to talk guns, man, DM each other. If you got a question, DM me. That's fine. Or don't DM me because I'm a fucking idiot. That's fine too. But do me a solid and just don't post them shits in the chat. Just don't gun post. All right. A lot of that shit is cool. I think it's a good time going shooting is fun. But you know what I'm fucking saying, man, that like some bad actor could get in there and they start saying crazy shit about, I'm going to go do something fucking crazy. And now it becomes like, yeah, you know, somebody does something fucking nutty and it's like, oh yeah, he posted in the fucking abuse hour chat and none of those assholes said anything and now it's your fucking fault or worse, it's my fucking fault, even though I don't read half the shit that gets put up in there. And some of the dudes have talked to me about like, man, you should get a mod or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I don't know fucking nothing about that, dude. I'm a regular fucking person. I talk and record it. And then I hand it to you to listen to me rant and rave for a minute. And then I could put fucking chat and like, Hey man, if you think I'm full of shit or you got something to add or somebody has a question, you guys can discuss, put it there. But so I'm just asking like, please fellas, like hands together, like gents don't fucking gun post in the chat. All right. So that said, I'm going to fucking answer this, uh, answer this question that came up on this, some of these self-defense ideas. And mostly I want to talk like concepts more than specific tools of the trade, but I'll give a little of that too, but I'll answer this question and then we'll have that be the end of it, man. And, and again, like if you want to, you want to talk range time or whatever, fucking DM me, DM each other. Everything's everything. Just don't leave it there where people can fucking, you know, turn it into some shit that like all of a sudden, like, like imagine the fucking headlines, dude. Imagine the fucking headlines where it's like, did white, what would they call it? White supremacists. Did white supremacists talk each other into committing gun crimes or are they trying to make illegal gun sales through a Russian, a Russian, uh, chat app? Like, God damn it, man. So don't talk about buying or selling anything. Don't talk about anything other than like, just don't, and just don't fucking gun post. All right. Do me a solid. So I'll answer this fucking one question. That'll be the end of it. Um, but so the idea of uh, this this young lady here had posted that she was thinking of picking up a firearm for self-defense purposes. And I wanted to kind of drill down on that a little bit because I think it needs a little bit of discussion. So first, man, like check this out. Do a little exercise. Like think of think of where you live, dude. Think of the neighborhood where you live. Think of the potential threats. Think of driving to the store. What could possibly go wrong? Think of if you are in school or your kids are in school or you're going to be going to school, where might you encounter like a, a life altering event? Or if you're driving to work every day, where could all of a sudden, you know, you encounter some kind of armed conflict? For most of us, that answer is almost nowhere. There is almost, almost, and I'm, don't fucking make it weird. I'm coming to the answer here shortly. But for most of us, in most situations, the answer where you're likely to encounter some kind of violent opposition to you just going through your day is almost nowhere. And the reason for that is because a lot of people spend a lot of time and put in a lot of effort to make a safe society, a place where you can live, a place where you can get by, a place where you can raise a family and you can count on, like you don't have to have 10 kids and hope that five of them survive. All right. A place where you can go and make your living without having to worry that like, yeah, I have to earn a hundred dollars because $50 is going to get stolen, uh, you know, by fucking crooks or bandits or a shakedown or what I got to pay to the local strongman. You know, even though you got to cough up like a third of it to the federal strongman, it's a different conversation, but we have a kind of a, a safety net society. Like it's America is as much as we like to complain. It is uh, most places are fairly safe. Now, as we import dodgy people from dodgy places, like 
I mentioned earlier, those people are going to tend to turn the place they live in to something similar to the place they just came from. And those places, they left for a very good fucking reason. Like, nobody is, nobody's talking about, I want to move to Nigeria where it's safe, right? Nobody's talking about, like, I'm going to move to fucking Brazil where I don't have to lock my doors at night, all right? That shit doesn't happen. They're moving from those shitty places to your place. So the problem with that is that a country is not just the real estate, man. A society is not just the land under your feet. It is the people, it's not the fucking buildings, it's the people, all right? So when you bring those people here, you're bringing that society here. And people have been other places, man. If you've been around the world a little bit, then you know what I'm fucking talking about. That Like some of these places you go to, it's like, hey, man, don't fucking walk around assuming that everything is everything like it was back home. Like you go down the wrong fucking street, you're going to get smashed and nobody's going to fucking help. And even if the cops do show up, they'll be like, yeah, you're a foreigner. I don't give a fuck, all right? Dude, I've been places like that. I was in fucking Sri Lanka a, a very long time ago and this fucking... Aussie backpack girl got drugged and some of the guys I worked with were like, dude, we got to fucking get this bitch to a hospital. I'm like, all right, man, we'll get her the fuck out of here. I got a hold of the driver. I'm like, Hey man, let's drive out of here and get this girl to, you know, get her fucking straightened out. And this fucking guy is like, I don't know. I'm not going to bother with that. She's a foreigner, man. I'm like, motherfucker, we're paying you, dude. He's like, Shh, yeah, I don't get paid to drive you. I don't get paid to drive her. Like, dude, how about this? I'll make you a deal. I won't break your fucking neck if you fucking drive her to the hospital. Oh, now. Okay, well, that's different, right? But that's just the way that it is, man. So with the world around you becoming increasingly dodgy, if you like, okay? And I mean, where you live might be safe now, but it's, it's very hard to argue that the world isn't getting more dangerous. So the point is that, uh, long and short, staying alive is becoming a full-time job. And buying a pistol or taking a few classes is not going to make the cut. I can't say that plain enough. This is not a fucking cure-all. So just like fighting, man, where somebody's like, bro, teach me, like, show me a few things. And hey, like, don't get it twisted. I ain't your fucking super fighting man. I know some shit, but I ain't super fucking hitter by any stretch. But if somebody's like, hey, show me a couple things, dude. Like, there's not, like, a couple things that I can show you that's going to fucking help you. Like, I'm all better now. Like, no, dude, it doesn't fucking work like that. If you want to be good at this thing, you need to fucking work at it. So in that same vein, staying safe, keeping yourself in one piece, that goes to you looking ahead. That goes to you focusing on what kind of spots might I get into. If you're talking about a gun, there is a whole lot of steps that you fucked up between here and there if you've all of a sudden got to pull out a gun, all right? Uh, I can't say every time. I mean, there are situations where, you know, whatever, you're like in a fucking store or something and some fucking kook comes in and starts shooting the place up or, you know, whatever. In this sense, you know, this, this is not your fucking fault. I mean, this is one of these one-off deals. If you find yourself like, I'm going to go to this party in this shitty neighborhood or I'm going to go to this restaurant in some fucking horrible part of town and I'm going to roll out here by myself at, you know, whatever, fucking midnight or some kind of thing, you're putting yourself in a fucking spot where like... This was a bad decision, dude. And I can understand the argument. I hear this argument. I don't hear it personally from women. I don't speak to women. But you do hear the thing of like, I should be able to dress how I want. I should be able to go out and have a nice time. Motherfucker, we are not in the should business. All right? That fucking store is closed. Don't never say fucking should. Deal in fucking reality. All right? So like hypothetically, you're a woman. You go out. You get shit-faced. You dress like a prostitute. And now you're going to walk through some fucking desolate fucking alley at 2.30 in the fucking morning you're going to get fucked with. You've got about a 99% chance of getting fucked with, all right? And I'm not saying you have it coming. What I'm saying is this is the way the fucking world is now. So you got to start thinking. you got to start planning. Don't put yourself in situations where you're going to be, you know, like potentially in a fucking tight spot. So that said, um, specific to firearms, 
if you're if you're a woman or you're just someone that's unfamiliar with firearms, somebody had posted some idea of like, yeah, you see, you want this 38 snub nose situation. I'll tell you this, dude, that is just that's cruel. That's just mean to say. Why would you why would you fucking say that? All right. Uh, what you're gonna want, man, is not like a fucking 22, but a smaller caliber of bullet because it's going to kick less hard. All right. So if we look at the physics of the situation, the force, that little explosion that sends that bullet out one end of the firearm, there's force coming back the other way too. And that's what makes the slide rack and so on. You've got to have control of that fucking thing as it goes off. So that you, one, so it doesn't go flying out of your fucking hand, but two, so if you have to take another shot, you could stay on those fucking sights. The design of, gun, of the gun plays a lot into that. So if you look at a lot of like, for instance, like a Sig Sauer nine millimeter, it's expensive. But when you're talking about pistols, these are smaller moving parts, so you got to be willing to pay a little bit more for a good piece. I mean, don't go fucking nuts, but buy quality. You know, something like like an AK or an AR, like these are pretty basic machines and they're a little bigger, so there's gonna be a little more room for for ass banditry, all right? Like, so if something is wonky, it's probably still gonna work okay. The smaller moving parts, like in a pistol, you want this shit to work real well. So, uh, so like with a revolver, guys talk about like, oh, it's reliable. Yeah, no shit, it's reliable. They're all reliable now. If you take care of them, they'll be reliable. But like a wheel gun, you're going to be basically using this thing one-handed. It's going to be very hard to get your support hand up there the way that you can with with like a semi-auto. So if it was me, I would say get like a 9 mil, like something like a SIG. A SIG is a very nice gun. And you, you can get it a few different sizes, like a, like a single stack where it's like it's real small. It'll fit real nice in your hand. And then I will tell you one you have to make sure to maintain it because malfunctions do happen, but a lot of times malfunctions happen when the gun hasn't been maintained, all right? It hasn't been cleaned, it hasn't been oiled. Do that shit, all right? And then two, go and get professional instruction. Shooting is, I mean, it ain't fucking rocket surgery. It's pretty basic. The target's over there, line up the sights, pull the trigger. The mechanics are pretty easy, but you do want to get some professional instruction. There are lessons you don't want to learn through trial and error. All right. I mean, you can fucking YouTube like guys accidentally shooting themselves in the balls or shooting themselves in the legs. This shit is easy to do. So they're like very specific, like always do this, never do that. All right. And while I'm at it, man, nobody should be taking any of this as like, well, coffee said to do whatever the fuck I want. Like obey all local laws, right? All laws, local, federal, and otherwise. All right. If you shouldn't have a gun in your hand, don't fucking put a gun in your hand. If you shouldn't legally be around a gun, then don't fucking be around a gun. Don't do anything fucking stupid. If you're going to carry it concealed, make sure you're authorized and you're permitted to and know the concealed carry laws for whatever state you're in. And if you're going to go anywhere else, know the laws for that place. So like if you go, you know, you some places where you cross one state to another, there's like the duty to inform. Or like if you get stopped by the cops in some places, it's like, sir, I have to tell you that I have a concealed carry permit and I am not, and I am armed. And the guy, like most of the time, they'll just be like, all right, cool. Because you probably don't look like a criminal. You look like a law-abiding white person. Everything is everything. Other places is like, do not inform. Like, don't fucking tell me that. Now I got to go through this dick dance of like, you got to pull it out and clear and safe it. I got to see your fucking, uh, your permit, your credentials, whatever. So know the fucking laws of wherever you're fucking going. Get professional instruction and then adhere to fucking safety. And for fuck's sake, whatever the fuck you do, always have in mind, no matter where you are, that this thing, should you try to go that route, it has always got to be a last resort, man. I mean, look at this, man. Fucking Kyle Rittenhouse called the ambulance for the guy who was chasing him and tried to take his gun away from him. Then he fucking ran and somebody tried to, one kicked him, another guy tried to hit him with a skateboard, another guy pulled a gun on him and they still tried him. All right. So be aware that this thing has to be fucking, 
uh, weapon of last resort. And then the last thing I want to leave you with is you have to train on it. You can use just about any damn thing. I mean, look at, you know, these cowboys with their fucking six shooters or whatever. You can be real good on it, but you have to fucking train on it. It ain't like an inoculation or some shit. Like, you just have it and now you're good. If you aren't trained on it and you aren't proficient with using the fucking thing, you might as well not have it at all, all right? If you're going to fucking carry it, I will, you know, however you decide to carry it, whether it's, you know, an inside the, the belt line holster, whether it's Miami Vice shoulder holster, whatever the fuck you do, you have to be proficient with it. Do not do this thing of like, I just throw it in the bottom of my purse, it bounces around like it's an extra lipstick and now you're good to go. I'm not trying to chew your ass like this is something you would do, but what I'm telling you is that this is not good enough. If you're going to be gun person, then you have to go the whole fucking way. You have to get proficient with this thing. You have to be skilled with it. You have to be safe with it. All right. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Go and do good work. I'm going to go to the fucking airport. Hooray, hooray. But until next time, man, leave this where uh, people can find it. And until then, keep your eyes on the horizon. Keep your neck out of the noose. I've been Coffee. These are my takes. Mm -hmm.